Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Week two of the preseason kicks off tonight. I want to talk about some things you need to need to know to get ready for week two of the preseason. Some things you need to look out for in game two of the fake portion of the NFL season. Also going to go over some tight ends. I want to also today discuss players that can help you win your league. Like if you had Todd Gurley last year, you won a championship. Who can be some of those players this year? Also, my man Bob Lung, my main man Bob Lung, ain't talked to him in a minute. He's going to stop by quickly on the program today. We're going to talk to Bob. He got this big experts draft in Canton, Ohio, in the Hall of Fame. They're actually going to do a fantasy football draft and an auction inside the, the hollowed hallways of the NFL Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. First question for Bob is, why wasn't the fantasy executive invited? I'm nice. I'm a fantasy football celebrity. I win championships. I knocked down league titles. Y'all saw my belt over here yesterday. I don't know where to join at now. Nobody, nobody took trying to there. take the joint home. Why didn't Bob invite me? I'm a Hall of Fame type cat. You feel what I'm saying? I'm in the GOAT discussion. That's what we're going to talk to Bob about that. Chris Venture, the closer, my man. What's good with you? What's up, Corey? Um, a lot of people are versed today. It's popping off here. It is Studio a nice crowd 34. out there. So maybe we'll get somebody to come inside and say hello to us. My man, Big Dog, Jim Day, Fancy Taz, what's good with you, big homie? Hey, guys. How you doing today? And, uh, Corey, I don't want to tell you this, but I was invited. You was in- Wait a minute, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, you was invited and they highlight the fantasy executive? <laughs> yeah, they, they invited me a ways back, actually, about a month and a half ago, so... Uh, Bob and I go back a ways, so maybe that had something to do with it. But, yeah, I got my invite. Wait a minute. I go back a ways with Bob, too. I used to host a, podca- a podcast with Bob. We used to talk about consistency. and the most That's Bob's thing is consistency. Like, Bob is like, you got to build your lineup with the most consistent players. And he has, like, this crazy method or algorithm the where system? he knows who is the most consistent oh. guy. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious, right, Jim? Consistency. Oh, that's it. He he writes a consistency guide every year, sells on Amazon, sells a lot of them. Uh, I got mine this year. It, it's good. I, I definitely have some issues with it, but it's good. All right, so cool. Oh, um, I need to holler at – I see Bradley just popped up in the chat. What up, Goon Squad, 844-843-6879. Telephone line is open. Bradley, I got your email the other day. Um, I'm going to holler at you about that. I should get to that a little bit later on today. Please excuse me, Bradley, and everybody else. It's very uh, difficult this time of year. Yeah, and y'all didn't send me an email of what y'all want to talk about on the show today. No. I don't know. I wake up in the morning. I just don't wake up in the morning thinking about fantasy football. I got a lot of stuff I got to do. I co-host three hours in the morning. Then I try to get a little piece to myself. That's why I kind of need you guys to help me 
You know, let me know what you want to talk about fantasy-wise. I didn't get no email. I didn't get no text. I came in here like, well, maybe they just want me to talk about my night last night. Does it matter? It does matter. Because you're going to talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about anyway. <laughs> I did send an email to try and talk you into actually talking about tight ends now that we're supposed to be talking about the tight end tiers. So we did send that email. There wasn't a ton of big news out there uh, anyway, so... You know, I, I was hoping we'd actually talk tight ends. All right, yeah. so let's get into it. Let's talk tight ends for the next 10 minutes, right? Awesome. So, um, at no point, I hate to say, like, when I say somebody's off my board, more or less I mean, like, they're going to be drafted before I get a chance to draft them. Okay. Rob Gronkowski is never going to be on any of my teams. We already know this. We've already discussed this. He would have to legit fall to the fourth round to be on one of my teams, and that's never going to happen. And even in the fourth round, I'll probably find somebody I like a little bit more. So the way I kind of handle drafting tight ends is I'm always looking for a value. Like I told you guys yesterday, if I see Travis Kelsey sitting around the fifth, I'm jumping. If I see Ertz in like the fifth, I'm jumping. If I see Evan Ingram in like the seventh, eighth, I'm jumping. That's how I am with tight ends, Jim. I'm not at any point looking for a tight end. What I will do is say I see, okay, well, a player gets drafted a little bit too – one or two guys get drafted a little bit too early. My first thought is that means somebody's sliding. That person is more than likely going to be a quarterback or a tight end. If I hop in on the tight ends, Jim, I'm doing it as a value. If not, I'll get my tight ends a little bit later on. That's my strategy when it comes to drafting tight ends because you only got to start one of them, and most likely they're going to disappoint you most weeks anyway. anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm – I'm with you on most of that, but Gronk is somebody I just can't get off. I like oh, to yeah, draft him right. if I can. At the end of the second, beginning of the third, I'll take him every day. He's going to be, you know, his scoring he puts up is usually top 10 wide receiver scoring for a tight end, and he definitely gives you that edge. And he's won me more than enough championships so that I'm still Jim, rolling with Jim, him. Jim, you don't think at some point, Jim, you, you, come on now. <laughs> Jim, you got to be, listen. He leaves when you draft Gronk early or any tight end early, it leaves holes in your starting lineup. You're either going to be weak at at a running back two or you're going to be weak at a wide receiver two. Well, maybe in your drafts, Kari. Um <laughs> I don't quite feel well, excuse the same. me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel that I you know, I have enough depth at the other positions. Again, if I go a little weaker at running back to start, I'll, I'll make up for it with grabbing a few more a little later. And I, I like that strategy. It works for me both in best ball and in season management. So I'm okay with that. I, I can stream, a, you know, running back three or running back flex from week to week and be okay with that. He just gives me the edge at tight end. What do you think, Ventrum? Yeah, see, this is why Jim is going to this event because he will oh, find the value he needs. Going. He's not going. Oh, you're not going? Okay. He was invited. Uh, we were invited. This is why he was invited. But, um, I mean, listen, I, I, I obviously – the talent of Gronk, you still got to rank him the first tight end. Me personally, I'd rather have a safer Travis Kelsey or Zach Ertz. They're safer to me, and they're going to put up nice numbers. They got a nice floor. They're going to get targets, especially Ertz. I really love Ertz this year. Um, Evan Ingram. Those three besides Gronk, Kelsey, Ertz, Ingram, are solid, really good tight ends that are almost like wide receiver twos, maybe even wide receiver ones. So those guys I will go for. But Gronk, yeah, it's hard for me to, to, to go for him just because he's been injured so many times at this point in his career. I can't trust that. And he's going too early. He's a second-round pick. It's too high for me. You know I want a big-time, I want a, big a FFWC World, World Championship League a couple years ago, one, 2017 to be exact, no, 2016, going into 2017. 
And I had Travis Kelsey and Tyler Eifert. I, this was amazing that Tyler Eifert actually played, and he was on my team. <laughs> I got them both in the draft at, di- at discounts, and that's how I like to draft my tight ends. I like to get them at a discount. And I started, to, and so I was running a two tight end offense because in the FFWC you have two flexes. Jim, have you ever experimented with running a two tight end fantasy offense? Yeah, I've done it quite often. Uh, again, like if I, especially if I grab Gronk early, I'll pair another one up with him a little later on. One of the guys you mentioned, Ingram, is a nice one for that. Uh, there's a couple others I really like in that role, and I won't mention the W name because it seems like Chris is already getting annoyed with me mentioning him. Um, so we'll leave Mr. Ben Watson out of this. But uh, there's plenty of other guys I like to do that with because these guys will score you consistent. And you know what, Chris, you, you can mention about Gronk missing a couple games here and there. Sure, two years ago he missed half the season. I'll give you that. But every other season he plays 14, 15 games, and each – in each of those 14, 15 game seasons, you're looking at a thousand yards and at least 10 touchdowns. So, yeah. you know, I, I'll take that every day. Well, that's why he'll, he's still number one in my rankings. I mean, you know, I, I'm just probably not going to gun for him. You know what I mean? If he falls to the third or something, I might. But, um, yeah, I mean, I agree with most of what you're saying. Uh, and then there's a big drop off, though. To me, after Ingram, it's a pretty big drop off for me. I mean, I like Delaney, honestly, more than Jimmy Graham and Greg Olson. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not in on Jimmy Graham this year. I want to double back to Travis Kelsey, though. The problem I have with Travis, and I love Travis Kelsey. I think Travis Kelsey is a beast. I would love to have Travis Kelsey on my team. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to risk the rest of my roster to fill my one tight end spot, Jim. But what I will say about Kelsey coming into this year is, listen, people always say, oh, rookie quarterback, young quarterback is going to throw to the tight end. That's not true. That's urban legend. Unless somebody's done a study on that to show where young or rookie quarterbacks target or favor the tight end, that is just not true. So people, please stop saying it. That's an urban legend. But what I will say, Jim, is Pat Mahomes can come out this joint and fall in love with Sammy Watkins, fall in love with Tyreek Hill. So Travis Kelsey as the locked solid tight end number two, Jim, I don't know if I can go that far right now. I think Zach Ertz's role in Philadelphia's offense is more defined than what we're going to get this year from Travis Kelsey, at least for what we know right now. What you said, all of that is true. I agree with that 100%. I also don't like that he's playing in Andy Reid's offense, who Andy Reid, you know, on a weekly basis can forget about any player and not be involved at all. Um, You know, if Gronk's on the field, he's going to be involved every play. Ertz is on the field. He's going to be involved a lot. I I do have a little hesitation with Ertz now that they have Dallas Goddard in as the rookie. The kid is having a sensational camp. He's been making plays in the end zone all offseason. I think that's going to continue. We saw Burton get five touchdowns as a back you know, backup guy for on this offense last year, I think Goddard has a chance to beat that. So that's really pushing Ertz down a little bit for okay. me. I have, I have Gronk in some leagues. I have very limited Ertz, and I have very limited Kelsey. If I don't get Gronk early, I'm going to wait. That's interesting. And the, the thing you're best saying about Kelsey, um, I understand what you're saying because now you got Watkins in the fold, but I think there's enough here to feed all three of them. Like, I mean, Is let, the quarterback good enough, though? I mean, and is he gonna? And is he gonna form any kind of bond with these guys? Those are the things we just don't. Right. Know. Well, even if he form, forms a bond with, let's say, Sammy Watkins, and Watkins ends up being the best fantasy player on this team, that doesn't mean Kelsey won't have a nice year. I mean, last year he had 123 targets, the most out of any tight end. 
you know, like the, the, the solid floor he brings, 83 catches, 1,000 yards. That's it's so thing, solid. Ventra, we don't know if that floor is going to be that – floor, that floor could lower this year. That floor may not be as solid this year because we don't know what Pat Mahomes is. That's the problem right now. Right. And I get it. I think Travis Kelsey, the talent is real. He's a dynamic football player, but the unknown is what we're trying to remove from the situation, what makes him a little bit risky and way too risky for a third or fourth round yeah, pick. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So you're like, there could be regression here, and then it's we not worth it in the be. third round. It's not exactly. I think Son is a beast. You know, he had a television show, um, Catching Kelsey, where he it was like a bachelor type. I game watched. Show. It, yeah. yeah, was it any good? I watched like two episodes. It was pretty pretty bad, but like Kelsey's pretty funny. He's got a good personality. Yeah, the personality. He's how, a great guy. How the women on the program look? That's the thing. There was like thirty women, and like three of them were hot. I don't understand really? that. I mean, this is a football player who's good looking and has a personality. You, you got to get a couple more hot women on that program. I would think so. Yeah, they didn't. Did you watch it any, Jim? Maybe I'm picky. Catching no, Kelsey? I can't, say, I can't say I do. I'm not really a big reality TV guy. I had a feeling you weren't. 844 <laughs> Telephone number to get involved with the Fantasy Football Friendsly. Let's pop the seal on Thursday with my man Jason in Cincinnati. Jason, what's good? How you doing, Fantasy Exec? Big fan. Thank you, Jason. I really appreciate that. You like the Bengals? Uh, I, I dropped the Bengals because they got nice. rid of A.J. McCarron last year. Oh, well, you, wow. That's the, that's the first time I've ever heard somebody l- stop rooting for their team because they cut the back, because they got rid of the backup quarterback. <laughs> He's a good quarterback. Listen, I, I've always been an A.J. McCarron supporter. Mm-hmm. I just, like, if, if, if McCarron was on the Cowboys and they, like, we cut McCarron, I wasn't going to be like, okay, Jerry Jones, I've had enough. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I was Andy like that Jones once. Ball. Andy Dalton's awful. I agree with you on that, Andy Dalton. I would not want Andy Dalton to be the quarterback of my franchise also. How can we help you, Jason? Uh, Question. With the ACL injuries and the MCL injuries, why are we not scared of drafting Dalvin Cook? I'm asking because I'm in a 12-team PPR. I'm probably going to end up uh, the keeper league, so I'm probably going to keep Antonio Brown. And when I get to the second round, Dalvin Cook's around the time I can get a running back. Why am I trusting Dalvin Cook with ACL injury? And, I'm, and it's hard to trust anybody else. With I think it. last year, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook tore the ACL in week five. So he's had plenty of time to recover from the injury. All signs right now and can't point to go. You really, do you see somebody come back from an ACL and then tear the ACL again? So I'm not. I, I, I think Dalvin Cook is in the clear and out the woods. So I'm not really worried about the rehab. He teared it early enough in the season. It's not like Carson Wentz who tore his in November. Um, yeah, in all December when Carson Wentz tore his ACL, Dalvin Cook tore his in either week four or week five. Jim, I'm not tripping off a of Dalvin Cook's injury. Everything on him out of Minnesota is that the kids are gonna be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah, and he's looking good in camp. He shed the knee knee wrap early on uh he's gonna get plenty of work look they've come so far in repairing acls uh they've come so far in repairing acls these days that you know we see players come back each and every year come back to be their old selves after tearing it and let's face it deshaun watson did it in college and came back and brought his team to two national championships there you go right there right four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine uh you good you good jason I think he got off. He said, thank you. All right, cool. So that's Jason. Well, we got a phone lines are stacked today. Um, well, one thing I'll say. I don't have cook. enough to have. No, I, I'll wait. Everybody on, on hold. I'll wait to the next segment. We'll talk some tight ends and get, and get right to y'all. I won't do no real fooling around today. 
since I see y'all are starting to line up. Yeah, take and, then, and you got drafts this weekend and stuff like that. What yeah. up? No, I was going to say that. Uh, the cook- Wait, did you just say, yeah, good idea? Like, I don't. Are you giving me permission? No, I'm saying oh, that we should yeah. take calls. <laughs> we should take calls. You know um, no, Cook. Listen, I can understand if he was like a veteran and like, you know, this is, his, you know, third injury and it's an ACL tear and he's banged up. He's a he's a young guy. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. And, and by the way, David Carr, I was very upset when David Carr was really was released, released by the Giants. By the Giants. I love was David you upset Carr. enough to leave? I like David Carr more than Eli Manning. David Carr had a bad rap. He got bad luck in the NFL. He went to the worst team with the worst offensive line. Houston yeah. Texans. So I think he was a lot better than what we've seen in his career. David Carr. Find out y'all got y'all got crushes on backup, backup quarterbacks. quarterbacks. <laughs> AJ McCarron, David Cole. Oh, I got a crush on the backup quarterback there too. You go. See? Colt McCoy. I don't know why nobody's ever given Colt McCoy a shot. Colt McCoy is better than at least 15 NFL quarterbacks. He's got a cannon right? piece. Colt, Colt McCoy is 15 dudes in the NFL right now that got starting jobs that Colt McCoy can start over. Straight up. You know what? Like Wait, Colt McCoy wants you to stop talking about Colt McCoy because Colt McCoy is a millionaire from not playing. That's he true, too. <laughs> I am the leader of the Colt McCoy fan club. I love Colt McCoy. Listen, if you know about Colt McCoy and Sam Bradford, you know about 45-35. There you go right there. And that wild season that they had. Shout out to my man, Colt McCoy. I wish somebody give Colt McCoy a chance. It's T.I. Thursday. We also represent for Aretha Franklin right here on The Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. What's the most important thing you can do today? How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. Yeah, 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 T.I. Thursday, Fancy Football Frenzy, right here, FNTSY Radio, Goon Squad, holla at me, 844-843-6879. My man Bob Lung be on with us about eight minutes from now, um, Vavona, give the homie Bob Lung a call, talk about this league they got going on in Canton, where they didn't invite the fantasy executive to, I need to get, I need answers. I need answers. But like, okay, who's a fantasy Maybe they legend? Were scared. They were scared. <laughs> I think that that might have been the case, Jim. They were scared. Give me a fantasy sports legend. A fantasy sport? Me? Well, besides you, like um, like uh, Matthew Barry, Greg Kellogg, Greg Kellogg, Greg Kellogg's a good one. Emil Catlett, Bob Harris. Bob, yeah, oh, Bob, Bob Harris. Harris, legend. Bob ha- Scott Angle, Eric Carabell. Well, yeah. Eric Carabell. I mean, I only know like the ones from the '90s and 2000s. I'm a little young. But uh, most of the cats are from the '90s and 2000s, though. Yeah. But they're like they weren't on that, those major platforms. Cats like Carabell, uh, um, homie that oh Jim just named that name. It's Greg Kellogg, Bob Harris. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Corey Parsons. Yeah, back then, back then they you know they were doing their stuff on Blog Talk Radio, yep. just like most people are doing now. Yeah, the Blog Talk Radio crew, everybody. You know what I'm saying? That came up in that era, my man Taz. You know what I mean? The whole crew. So I don't know who's in. We're gonna talk to Bob about it in a couple of minutes. Matter of fact, let's. Let's hit the phone. Let's hit the phones, mm-hmm. and then we talked to Lung, and then we we'll find out if Bob Lung got some beef with me why he didn't invite me to this thing. Because I would have went. I took a trip out to Canton this weekend. I didn't. I didn't I'm not doing nothing really. 
Yeah, I was hoping to. It's just I, I have too many live drafts this weekend, including an actual live draft. So yeah. Oh, you got the homies coming over to crib this week, Jim? Or you? I do, I do. I got a bunch of my old friends coming up for our yearly draft, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's going to be good times, right there. I always like the live draft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, live drafts. Kick, it's the best online drafts. Yes. It is. It is absolutely the best to get together with the homies and have a good time. Hey, Ventro, are you into chicks with tattoos? I'm cool with tattoos. I like it. Not too much. Not on their face and like no, their no, no, no. Their faces, obviously not on their face and their neck. But like, would you date a young yeah, lady? That... Hate... Go ahead, I Jim. I gotta hate those girls with the you know the penis tattoo on their face. <laughs> <laughs> would you date a girl like with a full arm sleeve? Yeah. You think that's sexy? Yeah, that's hot. What about you, Jim? Yeah, I like them on other people. I won't get them on myself, but I like them on other people. I'm just curious, Goon Squad. That's our question. That's where your mind is. Well, what do you think? I'm you know, always all <laughs> That's our question for the day, Goon Squad. How do, do you like, would you date a girl with a full arm sleeve tattoo? And then y'all can just put yes or no in the chat. 844-843-6879. Let's go out to my man, Steve in New York. Steve, what up? Steve? Hello? What up, Steve? Yeah. What's good with Hello. you? How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm doing well, Steve. How can we help you? Uh, no, I was uh, kind of wanted to see what you guys were thinking on the whole Josh Gordon fiasco. Right, who do I hear talking in the background? You. That's his radio. He's got it. <laughs> oh, I thought I, I was like, why is Stephen A on it? <laughs> I, if you just turn me down because it's the my own voice kind of creeps me out, Steve. So bet. So Steve, this is I'm what watching I, the, and I'm watching you guys on YouTube. And hey, it's like, uh, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, Steve? All right, listen. They got the Josh Gordon thing is interesting. I'm listen. I'm not. I'm not buying him in that fourth round price no more. To be honest with you, I love Josh Gordon. I'm hoping. I'm wishing for the best for the young man. And I do think. Listen, everybody said everything that is 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 no failed test. It's no drug suspension coming. Anything like that. But you just never know with Josh Gordon, and that's the sad reality of it. I want to buy. I don't want to buy at that fourth, fifth round. I don't want to buy at that fourth round price he was two, three weeks ago. I'm willing to buy in round six. What do you think, Jim? I'm with you, but actually round seven for me. Okay. Uh, look, I, I want to see the kid on on the field. You're talking about one of the premier talents at wide receiver in this league, except he's too much in his own head. He, he's got to get out of his own head, got to get his body right, got to get his mind right. If he does that, I'd love to see him on the field. But to me, it, you know, they brought in Des Bryant. They're supposedly a friend of mine told me he was actually on the plane to Cleveland this morning to talk to them. And the only reason I could see them going after Des is if they don't think Josh Gordon is going to play. And that mm-hmm. would be unfortunate right there. So I, I hate to see that. Yeah. What do you think, Ventra? Antonio Callaway? I'm, I'm interested. Is no, that, and that, no, and Josh Gordon. Oh, and jo- Josh Gordon, I absolutely love. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a possible wide receiver one. And you could possibly get him for a steal. I just want to see him come back and play a little bit, even just a little bit, a drive, something, come back. Because, I mean, this guy is absolutely dynamic. Uh, Antonio Callaway as well. But right now I have him as a wide receiver four slash five. And, uh, and Gordon, I would even take at the, as like an end of the you know, fourth round. Maybe even early fourth round, something like that. So you're, you're, you're still high take on the him reach. regardless of this thing right here. Yeah, I'd still take the reach on him. So, Steve, when is your draft? Uh, my first draft, I'm in seven leagues. My Well, my NFFC drafts are both on September 1st. So you got, we got uh, time for that. Back, yeah, we, I'm doing the back-to-back, the, the, the classic, and then, uh, and then the prime time. Oh, you're going to be there uh, live? But first off, 
Yeah, I'll be there live. So come holler at me. I'll be there. I'll be there live too. Corey, this is Steve. I was on last year. Remember the we, we were talking about uh, Buck Allen. You remember that? Steve, what's good with you, my man? That's what I'm talking about. What's good with you? I can't wait. To, I can't wait. I got the auction. I got the auction that the 14 team auction too. So that's a man's league right there. I got that on the 31st, but I'll also be out there chilling with y'all cats on the first too, my man. The 14 team auction. That's scary. I was. I did my first 14 team mock yesterday. It gets thin. That wasn't, well, listen, that's, what, that's how they brought me here, Steve. You know what I'm saying? That's a man's league for a grown man, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, yeah. hey, let me run. Let me get to my man, JR, in Salt Lake City, and I'll holler at you, my man. All right, Steve. Oh, oh, our son scared me for a minute. I, wasn't, I didn't see you. I was looking at the computer. I looked up. I was like, what the hell was going on? Somebody just walked in the ghost. studio. Um, Yo, JR in Salt Lake City, what up? What up? Chilling, what's good with you, JR? How can we help you? Well, first of all, I want to say happy birthday to your daughter. Today's my daughter's birthday, too. Very nice. Thank you. How old is your daughter? I appreciate that. Uh, she's seven now. Oh, my daughter turned eight, so we were a year apart. There you go right there, so that's what's up. Y'all getting it in at the same time, just a year yeah. apart from each other? No, we were getting it in at the same time. You're right. I, I, we don't have to get into detail, but go ahead. <laughs> How can we help you, JR? Uh, no, I was just calling uh, just to see... So my, my, my uh, league, usually they go running back, receiver heavy. So nobody really takes tight ends to like fifth or sixth round anyways. All right. Do you think I should take Gronk or Kelsey like in the fifth? I mean, if you, can get, yeah, if you can get either one of those cats in the fifth, that's amazing right there. I couldn't, I couldn't even frown my nose up at that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was thinking about that uh, today when you guys were talking about it. And I've been playing with these guys for like three years now. So, so you know how they draft. That's what's up. do. Yeah. How is Salt Lake City? All right. I mean, right now it's kind of hot as shit. Yeah, that's everywhere. I'm my man rap with you. We're going to get the homie uh, Bob Lung on the line right now and um, talk to him. All right, man. Cool. Appreciate it. No problem, bro. Hey, Salt Lake City, I just don't seem like it would be a good place for me to chill at, Salt Lake City. Why? Because I don't think there's no black people out there. It might be. (laughs) Why not? I don't really know. I think it might be like four black people out there. What about Arizona? Arizona, I love Arizona. I love Arizona. Arizona, I love Arizona. Scottsdale, Phoenix, the whole thing. I can do Arizona. Me too. A lot of fake breasts in Arizona. Yeah? It's a lot of fake breasts in Arizona. I don't know if you knew that or not. No, I did not. Yeah. (laughs) Well, now you do. It seems like a very hard fact to find out. No, I think if you was to do a fake breast capital... I think Arizona would be number one. Really? Maybe, maybe over like, LA. Maybe LA. Yeah, LA. probably LA. You're right. LA would probably San Diego, be one. which was where I want to go. Essentially, mm. eventually. Goon Squad. Somebody do a fake breast. Google fake breast capital and and and, and uh, let me know what comes up. Let's change course now. I want to bring. A, I want to bring on. <laughs> Please the, let's do. This. <laughs> I want to bring on the God fearing man that is Bob Long. Bob, my man, what up with you? I'm doing great. Guess where I'm going next weekend? Please say Arizona. <laughs> Arizona. There you go, Bob. So take a survey for us. <laughs> Even, well, here's the here's the problem though. Taking my wife and my youngest daughter. Oh, you're so taking I, your I wife and your have, daughter. You I can't. Have to no, wear no, sunglasses. no. Yeah, yeah. You got to wear sunglasses. Well, I'll, I'll wear sunglasses. Yeah, It'll no doubt. It'll be good. I'll, I'll 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 report back. Thank you. I appreciate that, Bob. Bob, I'm trying to figure out. You got this. Um, you got this thing. Um, this league going down. The big draft coming up this weekend. In the, in the walls of Canton and inside the Hall of Fame. And I'm thinking to myself, first and foremost, 
why in the hell didn't Bob invite me? I like the draft. I like auctions. And how would you come up with the idea and tell me some more about the event? <laughs> well, first off, you can blame uh, your good friend Jake Seeley for that because I asked Jake if any of the Roto experts or FNTSY guys wanted to come because he said he couldn't make it. And he goes, yeah, I talked to them all and none of them could make it. I'm like, oh, oh okay. really? Oh, thing I know, <laughs> yeah, next thing I know, um, you know, Scott Engel's emailing me and going, Hey, why didn't we get invited? I'm like, I, I, well, <laughs> now, of course, I didn't know everything that was going down behind the scenes until yeah. this week, this past weekend when I was doing the Flex League draft. And Jake tells me, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to work there anymore. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. So I apologize. I should have came to you and Scott first and not went to him. But um, but good good news is that Roto Experts is going to be represented by your man, Don Centurino. Nice. And uh, so next year, hopefully, you guys can come in, and uh, we'll get you in next year. I promise, because this is going to be an annual. Yeah, event. because but, especially uh, if you have an auctions, so anyway. I'm a good, I'm the best auction dude in <laughs> in the industry, Bob. So I I want to take on the That's rest. What of you've my, told me, you've told me that a lot. I, I, I'm serious about it too, Bob. <laughs> he, he's great at auctions. I know you are. I competed against you. I know you're one of the best, man. He's definitely the guy you want in your auction league because there's always got to be chumps somewhere. <laughs> hey, that's your man, Jim Day. <laughs> I got Jim Day. You know, now we don't have Jake no more. I got, I got, I got the homie Bob. I got the homie Jim Day, uh, rocking and rolling with us. You know oh, what I'm saying on the fancy football frenzy, and it's so good because I remember Jim was the first dude to put me in the expert league. Jim was the first dude to put me on the podcast mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So nothing but love by my man, uh, yeah. Jim Day. But now, nah, but tell me some more about the event. Who Absolutely. you got coming out there, and uh, what you guys got planned for that weekend out there in Canton, Ohio? Well, it starts tomorrow night, of course, because. We're going to have the draft on Saturday. A bunch of guys are coming in tomorrow. We're going to try to go up to the Browns game if it doesn't rain. Um, but, uh, yeah, the whole idea kind of started many years ago in my mind because being from Canton, Ohio, I've always said, man, why do we not have, like, a big fantasy expert draft at the where the best, fin- where the best football players are? And, uh, you know, since I live in this town, it was easy for me to put together, and I emailed a bunch of guys and, uh, Brad Evans reached back out. He goes, you know, nice. I've had the same idea. I just didn't think of the place. And, you know, man, that's great. You know, you handle the, uh, you know, the operation side and I'll help getting the people together. And yeah, I mean, we have the best of the best. I mean, it's, you know, Brad Evans from Yahoo, Mike Clay of ESPN, Dave Richard from CBS Sports, uh, Scott Atkins, Scout Fantasy, myself, Bob Harris from Football Diehards, Roto Wire, Pro Football Focus, Roto World, Roto Experts. NFL.com, uh, Fantasy Alarm, Fantasy Insiders, Roto Ballers, Antistics. I can go on and on. Nice. But it's two full leagues, 24 of the best sites slash people. And this is going to be an annual event. Uh, there is an entry fee, but half of the money is going to go to uh, – to uh, as a donation to the Enshrinees Assistance Support Fund, nice, which is a fund that the the Hall of Fame has put together to help older Enshrinees who are struggling. Now they didn't make ten million dollars a year, you know, forty years ago, and so some of them are struggling to pay medical bills and and, and, and that kind of stuff. So our thought was, you know what, these guys have been providing us with you know fantasy fantasy you know football um, to be able to watch and be able to play and. We watch some of these guys play, and why should we not help out? So, you know, it's part charity, part getting together, part, you know, expert drafts and competition and, and everything that, you know, this should be all about. And and we also said that there's never been a good combination of tout wars labor like there is in baseball for football. You know, Jake started it with the, the flex leagues, and we just I just felt like 
we needed one more. And it was, you know, I even contacted her, Jake, and I talked right off the bat. And I said, look, dude, I'm not trying to steal your thunder. Yeah. I'm not trying to compete with you. I'm just wanting to bring something to the Hall of Fame. And I go, you know, talent and labor have, you know, been, you know, been together for years in baseball. Let's do King's Classic and let's do the Flex Leagues and we'll be the top two in football now. And so that's uh, where that came from. The King's name doesn't come from Scott Angle, even though I think that's what he thought. That's why he emailed me. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but it came. It comes from um, King's X Bar in Oakland, California, where one of some of the first fantasy drafts were done back in the 60s in nice. Oakland. And it's kind of our way of paying homage to those folks who started it all back then. So that's why we're calling it the King's Classic, um, having it at the Hall of Fame. And we're looking forward to it. I love everything about it, Bob. I, I didn't even know that, that little nut about that little uh, note about Oakland, Oakland, California, and all the drafts that they had in Oakland. It's the first I ever heard of that. I love everything about it. It sounds like you guys mm-hmm. are doing a great job. And I um, definitely look forward to being involved with it next year. You want to hop in right here, Bob? I mean, uh, Jim? All I want to ask Bob is, Bob, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. Why not have a draft for best all-time fantasy football teams? Well, it's an idea, and we've, you know, we've talked about that of, you know, having kind of a uh, a legends draft, and maybe that's something we can do. You know, the idea is that this can always expand. So, you know, maybe next year we make it a two-day event, and maybe we have a. Uh, a fantasy, you know, fantasy legends draft, and we, you know, put it all together and, uh, you know, pick the best players. You can pick a Ladanian Tomlinson from, you know, his year of record-breaking year, and and maybe we run some what-if stats on it, see what all plays out. But that's a great idea, Jim. That's the only kind I have, Bob. Right. Hey, so which, which which league are you going to be in, Bob? You going to be in the snake draft, or are you going to be in the auction? Well, here's the thing. There's two divisions, but both of them are going to be doing a snake and an auction. So there's actually oh, four drafts going on on nice. Saturday. There'll be a snake draft, both divisions. So it's the Jim Brown division and the George Blanda division because they were the first two players drafted in the King's X draft back in Oakland. I get, so Jim Brown, I bet you Jim day. Brown was a beast back in those days. Oh, imagine in, 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 a, in a fantasy league back then. So And then Blanda was also a kicker. So think about all the points he got. That would have been like a yeah. shy, you know, an Otani kind of thing. Yeah. He had to track his kicking points and his passing points. But, but uh, you know, like you said, so um, so they said there'll be a snake draft. It's live on Sirius Radio from one to three. Both divisions will be going at the same time. They have reporters in in both rooms. They'll re- be reporting on you know how the drafts are going, and then from four to seven is an auction draft, and uh, both will be going at the same time as that. So is they going? You going know, to have a link? Really you going to have a link on your Twitter? Does does um does the King's Classic have a Twitter? Is there a way that we can follow this online instead of I don't yeah. I'm not I, I don't really want to send my people over to SiriusXM after what they did to me, Bob. I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you don't, my friend. But um, yeah, so on the uh, there will be uh, links probably on um, SiriusXM's Fantasy Sports Radio. I'm sure it's their Twitter. I'll copy and paste that. No there doubt. is a Kings. It's uh, at Kings Classic FF. Right. That is the site where you you can follow the leagues. Um, of course, I'll try to put it on my Twitter as well. No doubt. Uh, but it'll be out there. You'll be able to follow it. And then we'll give it some love next week right here on the Frenzy. Bob Lung, my man, my good buddy, my pal. Good to talk to you again. Always have a good time with you. Good luck and joy out there. I know you've been trying to put this thing together a while. So congrats on that. And thanks for dropping by and taking some time with us today, my man.
That's Thanks, my, guys. Thanks no for doubt. having me. Uh, Jim, good to hear from you as well. No Take doubt. Care. That's my man, Bob Long. We used to bring now, him back you, on the road. Here's, an interesting, here's Go ahead. an interesting fact. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but interesting fact about Bob Long is when they have the All-Star, I mean the uh, Hall of Fame weekend, he actually gets to drive some of the players around. That's right. You're right about that. 844-843-6879. Heavy on the phone to the end. It's the Fancy Football Frenzy. Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Yeah, fantasy football friends, the FNTSY radio, rocking and rolling today. Beautiful day in New York City. The bar is packed. They're having a good time. Before we get to the telephone lines, I want to run down. I'm going to run down the 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 the, the, uh, the cities with the fake. Nah. <laughs> uh, this the there's the top ten cities with the fake uh, breast. <laughs> it's it's very difficult to say cities. And not follow it up by saying, you know what? So this is the top 10 cities with fake breasts. The number 10 city is Miami, the Playboy's Paradise. Obviously, that's a no-brainer right there. Mm-hmm. City number nine of the fake-breasted women is San Francisco, California. Shout out to the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Most saying? Most of them are men. Most of them are men. <laughs> Jim, don't do that, Jim. <laughs> city number eight, Ventra. It's San Diego, California. There you go right there. A lot of California, you'll see. There you go. City number eight of fake-breasted women is California. Number seven is the great city of Austin, Texas. You're going to go down there, hang out for the weekend. It's going to be some fake boobs around. We do not discriminate. Everything's bigger in Texas. That is true, too, Jim. Everything is bigger in Texas. Fake-breasted city number six is San Antonio, Texas. Once again, Texas and everything being bigger is becoming a, um, a trend. City number five of fake-breasted women, interestingly enough, Mobile, Alabama. Roll Tide. Really? Yes, <laughs> Roll Tide. Damn. <laughs> There's not a lot of people there. <laughs> so every woman must be... Every fourth woman <laughs> has fake breasts. City number four also comes in as a surprise. Oklahoma City. Oh. Who knew? Where's New York? Oklahoma City... Not a lot of, you know, fake breasts in Oklahoma City. City number three of fake-breasted women in the United States is actually not mainland United States. It is Honolulu, Hawaii. You go out there vacationing, go by yourself. City number two of fake-breasted women, we go back to the West Coast, and we go to Fresno, California. Okay. And and, And the most amazing... Most LA. fantasy football frenzy thing ever. City number one of fake-breasted women. You're LA. not going to believe this. It's not L.A. It's not L.A. Wow. It is not L.A. City number one of fake-breasted women, Goon Squad. Seattle, Washington. Is Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> Jim, we've come full circle. <laughs> we've come now full circle. Now you're looking to go there, I think. Now, 
this whole conversation started by me not wanting to go to Salt Lake City, Utah, because there wasn't enough fake boobs out there. <laughs> Lo and behold, no, Jim, well, it is the capital of fake boobs. Well, what else do they got to do out there? They got to do something. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan myself, but okay. I, I'll take naturals also. You know I, what I'm I saying? don't think you were worried about the, the fake boobs. I was wanting more black people. Yes, you know what exactly. I'm saying? So there you go right there. But it is unbelievable how this all came together just like that. 844, let's, let's get serious now. Before old boy uh, in, in the chat talk about, you don't never talk about football. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now let's talk about some football. See, by listening to people's questions, you can learn stuff about your fantasy team too. Uh, let's go. I'm going to holler my man Sean in New York right quick. Sean, what up with you? What's up, guys? I was just actually looking at some Sports Center real quick. I do got a fantasy question, uh, so don't hang up. But uh, yeah, Des Bryant's discussing a one-year deal, and he's expected to sign by later today. All right, so there you they go right there. That's Sean with the update on Des Bryant. Good looking out. What's the question? Uh, so I was reading on some guy named John Clean at the Houston Chronicle saying uh, he's a, he's one of the, the best in the business. Yeah, he he. I was reading up today. You know that uh, he was. Reporting that uh, Deshaun Watson was struggling in camp against the Niners defense, and uh, you know that Jimmy Garoppolo was looking good. And I know I'm Garoppolo biased, but I'm wondering because I'm, I'm taking running backs and a wide receiver first in my 16 team league. Who would you target ahead of Garoppolo? Because I'm really liking his fantasy value with a full year under Kyle Shanahan. Like, who would you target before him, other than like Rodgers? And, and Brady. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's my answer on that one. I think Matt Ryan's going to have a big year this year. Matt Ryan normally performs better in the second year of an offense. This is his second year in Steve Sarkeesian's system. Got a fresh Julio. Got Calvin Ridley in the mix. Muhammad's a new coming off a big season. I'm on Matt Ryan this year. What do you think, Jim? Would you take guys yeah. like Dak Prescott over him? No, I would no. not take Dak Prescott over Jimmy Garoppolo. No, but I would take Andrew Luck. Uh, you know, I, I would take uh, Cam Newton. Uh there, there's a couple of guys I would take over him where he's going. So, All right. What do you got, Ventra? I have him actually at seven. There's three guys besides Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady that I say you take over him. Deshaun Watson, Cam Newton, Carson Wentz. Right. So there you go right there. Sean, you good? I'm going to try to clear up these phones before we get out of here. Yeah, thanks. My man. Let's go to T in Pittsburgh. T, what up? Oh, Corey, what up? Um, What's good with you, dog? Crazy. What up? Crew. Hey, quick question. I'm going to have the number one, two, first round, second pick, and I was able to trade into a two, three slot. So knowing that, do I go Antonio Brown at number two in the first round and come and go to running back, or do I just go that's running the, back, running back? That's the age-old question. That's the thing everybody's trying to find out. You in a 12-team or a 10-team league? It's a 12-team PPR. You start three – You start three, what's your starting roster? Uh, I, don't, I don't have uh, – we haven't drafted yet. I have a keepers of Doug Baldwin no, no, no. and Do you start, um, Derrick Henry. You already, you already, so you're keeping Doug Baldwin and who else? Derrick Henry. You're keeping Doug Baldwin and Derrick Henry. And, yeah. Do you start two yeah. running backs, three wide receivers, and a flex? Or uh, you do- yeah, yeah, two, yeah, that's correct. Two running backs, three wide receivers, and a flex. If you take A.B., you would have A.B., Doug Baldwin. And Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Then you come yes. back on that rap. I don't know who's being kept in your league. If you're comfortable with Jordan Howard, and this is a 12-team league, listen, you're you taking a yes, risk. 12-team. You're taking a risk. If you're comfortable with Jordan Howard as that second pick and you roll out Jordan Howard, Derrick Henry, Antonio Brown, Doug Baldwin, I'm cool with that. 
So you're not you're not thinking Joe Mixon at that two three? If you like Joe Mixon, I'm fine. I'm not the biggest Joe Mixon guy, but I, I just think that I just the Bengals stink to me. I'm not the biggest Joe Mixon guy, but I'm cool with Joe Mixon there. If that's who if that's your preference. Cool. I appreciate it, fellas. Thanks. My man, what do you think about that uh, situation right there? Taking Antonio Brown at one two in the twelve team PPR keeper. If it's me, I can't do it. Um, you know, look, we know what we get from Antonio Brown. He's probably the best wide receiver in the business, fantasy-wise, year in, year out. Um, I know he didn't finish one last year, but, you know, we know he's going to be there every year, and he's there every year. So, that you know, you're safe there, and that's a good thing if you want to be safe. I don't want to be safe. I want to take one of those top running backs. I just think you got to get one of those bell cows early. If you can get him in that first five Six picks in the first round. You got to take one of those guys. You know, there's plenty of wide receivers you can get later coming back in that two turn that'll help you as, as well. Not as much as Brown, but definitely give you value. I agree 100%. Um, the first round gives you that 10 running backs that are bell cows. There's 10 that are going to get the lion's share. The rest of them are pretty much in a timeshare. And all 10 of those guys are going in the first round pretty much to the back end. So get yourself the bell cow in the first round. In the second round, you could still get a wide receiver one. Even late in the second round, you get guys like Mike Evans, Adam Thielen, T.Y. Hilton. These are great wide receivers. You don't need Antonio Brown. Let's head out to my man Michael in Texas. Michael, how about them Cowboys? Man, fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, come on, Michael. Dude, there's more Cowboy fans in New York. Low-key, 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 though. I am taking Zeke number one overall. There you go. Draft, so. My man. So, I mean, I know, I know where the value's at. So, I got two quick questions about the tight ends. So, I'm digging grabbing David and Joku late All just right. so I can fill up that value for running back and uh, receiver. But then I'm looking at a backup tight end, like in the late, late rounds, maybe after the draft. What do y'all think about this sneaky cat, Virgil Green? Uh, is better. Virgil Green is where now? In Denver? No. He's no, in, no. He's, in, he's, he's with the uh, – I saw a report with the Chargers, yeah. Charge crew. That he's building rapport and such. And I'm just thinking, like, hey, why not just, you know, grab him, see how he does a couple of weeks. If Rivers I'm, is filling them around see, the end zone. The I mean, thing, Michael, is I don't know. I think Mike. I think Mike Williams and them wide receivers get involved more to replace the Hunter Henry. They do go to the tight end a lot. Phil Rivers tends to prefer the tight end. But you're comparing. Like I would take the gamble on Blake Jarwin in Dallas. He is really shining right now. <laughs> stop, stop hating. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a homer move. I'm telling you, this is going to be the late round tight end. I'm just and then you're going to be. All right, listen. Don't. If you want, watch. <laughs> But if you want to hey, go for Roger Green, it's fine. Go ahead, Jim. You can be the unbiased voice. Yeah, let me just throw something out here. You know, Virgil Green looks good now. There is still a good chance they go out and bring in Antonio Gates just after preseason is over because he doesn't want to do preseason at this point. They don't need him to. They know He knows the offense. He knows Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers knows him. And that scares the heck out of me with Virgil Green. Plus, we've heard it with Virgil Green before, and he's never put it on the field. Yeah. Hey, all right, Mike, I'm going to try to clean these joints up. I'll holler at you, my man. Let's go down to the 813 and God talk to you, man. All right, let's go down to 813 and talk to Barry in Tampa. Barry, what up? Yo, what's going on, my man? Chilling, chilling. What's good with you? Oh, uh, man, I'm cool. Hey, I got the seventh pick in a, in a standard in a standard league. All right. And I'm, 12 or 10 teams. I'm really 12. It's actually right. 12. So I was, I was, I was kind of, you know, debating. Like, I, I know I should take two running backs. I, I feel like I should take two running backs. But do you but do you think that I should go uh, running back receiver just just because to to try to start out with some ballots? 
I listen. I have no then problem. Go running, go running back. How, how many? How many wide receivers you start? I um, normally start two. How many flexes you start? Well, actually, in my league, it's only one flex. All right, so bet. So start uh, two running backs. Right. You can get your wide receivers later on. Start two running backs. Start like a Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook, a Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I was thinking about that. A Melvin Gordon, okay. Devontae Freeman, something like that. I think that's the way to go right there from that coming out that seven hole right there. You, What do you think, Jim? Running back, running back? I, I absolutely agree with you. I, I would want those two running backs early in that league. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I pretty much agree. Oh, absolutely. I don't think there's anything yeah, wrong going running back wide receiver either, though. You, but, no, no, and, but you can get a solid. You yeah. can get a solid wide receiver in that second, no doubt about it. There, you know, there's plenty of guys, but in the standard league, I want those running backs to exactly. score me That's touchdowns. True. Standard league, and yes. I want those guys early. Yeah, Goon Squad, we got to sign off uh, YouTube. Get ready for the frenzy coming up. We'll be back tomorrow for the last show of the week. Don't forget, beat the fantasy exactly. Get that joint filled. I says five. We still got seven spots left in that joint. We draft Saturday night. We're going to be enhanced. It's going to be lit in the draft room. Uh, let's clean up these phones. 844-843-6879. Let's go to my man uh, Chris in Canada. Hey, Corey. What's crack like? What up, what up, what up with you, Chris? Hey, man. I wanted to get the guy's opinion on uh, Brandon Cooks, especially with some uh, – there were some reports coming out that McVeigh wanted him even last year before the uh, before the Pats signed him. And even before they even seen him in a regular season game, they extended him to a big contract. So it sounds like they got big plans. What do you think? Uh, I, I see the thing. The thing with Brandon, the, the, the thing with this Rams offense is, is so many moving pieces. Obviously, Gurley is the main cog, the bell cow. I like Cooper Cup. I like Robert Woods. Yeah. I think Cooks is a beast. I don't think I don't, I don't think you're going to see no real consistency in this wide receiving core. You want to put him on your team as a wide receiver three. I like it. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, I'm with you. I have a little reservation, too. I mean, they do like Cooper Cup. They definitely like Robert Woods, who was their best wide receiver last year. Uh, you know, they have plenty of talent. They're going to be spreading the ball around. So I think you get big weeks out of all of them, but I don't think you see the consistency from week to week. Yeah, I agree with that. Cooks might be the worst one. He's going right. right back into the same slot that Sammy Watkins was in last year. So I, I don't see. Don't compare the two. Don't compare the two. I know, Cooks but he's going. Over, he's taking the same exact position. Heels. Yeah, but he's head over heels better than Watkins. I'm sorry. I, I don't no, think no, so. no, no, I don't no, think no, so. no, no, Jim, 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 so. Jim. Yeah. Sammy Watkins no, is, is better. Is a better wide Sammy receiver Watkins, than Brandon no, like, Cooks. He is not. I'm sorry, he just isn't. Wait, wait. Sammy he's, Watkins he's is good. almost as fast, and he's much bigger. <laughs> I don't care. If he's athletic, much bigger. just he as his athletic, just as athletic. He hasn't put a full season yet of anything that we could really count on that I want to see. Cooks has. I, you know what? I know what you're saying. Pedigree-wise, you're correct, but talent-wise, Watkins might be better. I mean, dude, the, the athleticism, the let size. Him, let him show it to us first. I know. You're right. We got to see it, but I think you're going to see it this year. This is where we're going to open up the content. We're going to open up the show with this tomorrow. Watkins. Because Why? Why? Sammy Watkins. Watkins is so much better than Brandon Cooks. I Jim. think so. We'll save it for tomorrow. I, We'll save it for tomorrow. <laughs> we'll save it for tomorrow. The only thing I add, though, is oh, they, they definitely... You still there. <laughs> <laughs> you scared me, Chris. What were you about to say, though, son? No, nah, I was just saying, man, they don't look like they like Watkins. They let him walk, and then they paid Cooks. And it was that report came out that they wanted Cooks last year, even McVay wanted him last year and couldn't get him before the pot swept sweeped him up. So it sounds like... They got big plans for him. I don't know. So you like him a lot. You you willing to pull a trigger on him as a wide receiver too? I take him in the third. You'll take Late him in third. no no no. The third is too early. Yeah, the third is too early. Fourth early. The third the third is too early. 
I if if I want if I was in on him, if I if I got him, I would get him in the sixth. If I like him as much as you do, I would take him in the fifth. The fourth is a stretch, but definitely not in the third. I can't let you do it in the third. Well, see, all the mocks say he going early, like late third, early fourth. Where are you doing your mocks at? <laughs> what is it? What is it? Uh, Fantasy Pro? Yeah, that, you see, those are robots. Yeah, there's a lot of robots in that joint. You gotta do. You gotta get an MFL ten or holler at my man Fantasy Taz, and he get you in one of the best ball drafts. There you go. That's my man Chris in Canada. If you got any more questions about that, Chris, just hit us back tomorrow, and um, we'll get you covered right there. Chris said he Chris said he was going to take Sun in the in the in the uh, in the in the third round, Jim. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too early even for me, Corey. I'm yeah. with you on that. Uh, <laughs> in the fifth round is definitely where I feel more comfortable, and that's usually is my wide receiver three. Yep, yep. There you go, right there. So, good job today, everybody. Um. <laughs> You know, it was we, it was. We actually talked a couple of tight ends. Tight ends today. And we actually yeah. did get some more football, and we got to fake breast too. And Bob Lung. And Bob Lung. We did a lot. We packed a lot in the hour. Uh huh. We, we did. Really did. I think we should be two hours. I agree. I listen. If I can get us two hours, it would be wonderful. But uh, we're not going to be two hours. That I, I <laughs> seriously doubt that we get two hours unless something changes. Because I mean, I know what's coming up. You know what I'm saying? And they're not going to give up their hour. And not, not think I can give it up to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, not to the bad boys, the FNTSY. They're not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. They want something clean cut, prim and proper. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> they don't want. Well, I don't want to take away from anybody else. I'm just saying. You know, like yeah. there might be a space somewhere to do two hours. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's ever gonna happen. No. Got to get the goon squad involved. The petition. Mr. Sussman was in my ear just now. <laughs> I know, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> he's going he's gonna, We're a little too gutter. He's going to yell at me when he come upstairs. Cool it on the two-hour talk. Yeah, Mr. Sussman going to yell at me when he come upstairs. I don't know why he do that to me. He won't let me be me. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. I would like to do two hours talking football with y'all. You know what I'm saying? I don't make these decisions, though. I'm the last person to make these decisions. No, yeah, but it goes fast. Fantasy exec. You would think, Jim. Thank you. You're an exec. There you go. Going out to Lord Aretha Franklin, rest in peace. Yes. To the Queen of Soul. Uh, Shout right. out to Aretha. So there you go, right there for my man Jim Day, for Chris Ventra. Shout out to intern Rocky. You be good, my man. We out. Fancy football frenzy. <laughs>